Welcome in, ladies and gentlemen, to another edition of the Pony Stampede Podcast. Thanks for listening. I'm Billy Ambody coming at you as SMU is traveling on the road to face Tulsa this weekend, Saturday night, 6 o'clock on ESPN2. SMU is facing a, a Tulsa team that really uh, hasn't been tested much outside of their opening game against Oklahoma State. Uh, they did come off a 34-30 win over East Carolina, but really this is a team that has played only four games on the season, whereas SMU coming into the game with eight games under their belt. And for SMU, I think you look at this one as a must win because first of all, Tulsa is well positioned in the AAC. They're 3-0 in the American Athletic Conference race. If SMU loses to Tulsa, that pretty much puts them out of contention, most likely for the AAC title game, barring some major meltdown by Tulsa. Uh, you look ahead, and SMU has uh, Houston. They have East Carolina on the schedule remaining. And so this is one where, look, SMU really shouldn't, I think, falter uh, in, in this sense. They know exactly what what is in front of them. They know uh, that certainly Tulsa has given them the fits uh, since 2009 in Tulsa. Uh, SMU uh, hasn't won since 2009. But at the end of the day, SMU has been battle-tested through Cincinnati, through Memphis, uh, through everything really just that they've been through uh, over time against Tulane, uh, beating Navy, uh, going on the road and beating Temple. Uh, they've they've played a lot of football. They have played, uh, I think, one of their better games last week on the road against Temple, believe it or not. I know it kind of started slow, uh, but with the early kickoff, SMU got themselves just kind of, they just came out in a funk, which is, you know, has been a little bit of an issue for them for the most part this year. And I'll, I'll say this, Tulsa's a really, really tough football team, but I expect SMU to be very competitive in this game, uh, to really uh, be a team that, I think with with all the different scenarios that they've gone through can take Tulsa's shot and their best shot and come away with a win. And so that's my mindset going into this game. Uh, after everything that SMU's put out there on tape, uh, they're going to find a way on the road to beat Tulsa this week. I don't think it'll be pretty. I think a lot of the times, uh, especially on the message board during the game thread, people will be, will be pulling their hair out. Uh, when you look at how SMU and Tulsa have matched up in the past, obviously last year's game against uh, Tulsa was a classic for SMU in terms of the comeback, in terms of the James Prochet uh, catch to win it. Uh, James Prochet is now gone, of course. But I think SMU is better equipped to deal with the physicality that Tulsa's brought to the table. And the reason why is because SMU's already faced a Cincinnati team that uh, is really, really physical, obviously. They're one of the best teams in the country. They really took it uh, to SMU uh, in Ford Stadium, and SMU is very competitive in that game, but overall you could tell the physicality of Cincinnati really kind of, I, I don't want to say wore down SMU, but in a sense kind of wore them down uh, because just as SMU got in the red zone, as SMU got scoring opportunities, they just kind of faltered. I don't think Tulsa is that type of team that they're going to be able to force SMU into those same situations. I think the the key lies in sticking with the run, and this is where the message board will certainly just kind of uh, probably lose its mind. But SMU has to run the football, has to stick with it, continue to grind it out, uh, 
take time off the clock. I, I would, you know, you, you going into a game like this, you want to see some chunk plays, of course, and you want to see some big plays and them capitalize on opportunities to make the big plays. But when you look back at SMU's game against Tulsa last year, one of the reasons why they were able to pull off the win is because they ran the football and they stayed with the run and they didn't abandon it when they were down big. And they just kind of stuck stuck with it, kept chipping away, chipping away. I remember Sonny Dyke said that after the game. And eventually time worked out and obviously th- some things went SMU's way to get that win and have that comeback be completed. But at the end of the day, and especially on the road, you've got to stick with the run. I think SMU is going to do that uh, this weekend against Tulsa. And it's a front that is pretty unforgiving for SMU. It's a big physical front. Uh, It's not as much like Cincinnati where uh, they're athletic and physical, but they are just a big, big football team. They're one of the biggest in the country just overall. And so when you look at what I'm I'm on the other side of the ball too, uh, their offensive line, I'm interested to see what SMU will do defensively. Will they go more four-man down? Will they go with some bigger bodies in the three-man front? Would it be an Elijah Chapman, Mike Williams, a Terrence Newman type of front. I mean, w- will they try something new uh, to try and uh, you know beef up that front line for SMU and and get a little bit better production out of stopping the run? Because one, I think Zach Smith, uh, Tulsa's quarterback, is coming into this one in a similar way as Desmond Ritter, where the biggest issue for him had been finding a rhythm, and you've seen him throw an interception every game this year. Um, and, and so I think there are some opportunities for SMU to capitalize on that. They've got to make plays uh, on the ball when they have opportunities to. The secondary, while they've not been an issue, I would say, for SMU, they're one of the better teams in the country in terms of yards per completion given up, but they do need to be, be able to make more plays on the ball. Brandon Crossley hasn't had an interception in a minute now. Uh, they need to force more turnovers. Uh, that's been the big thing. I think SMU, yes, they have the streak going of uh, something like you know thirty of thirty-one games with a uh, of their last thirty-one games with with a turnover force. But this is a game where if SMU can go on the road and really force uh, some 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 serious turnovers and and push uh, Tulsa to to get frustrated because of those turnovers, they can find a way to to capitalize on that and play well defensively. Uh, just like they did against Temple. And I know Temple was undermanned, but they did a really nice job uh, after especially the first play of, of, of Temple's uh, offensive series where they took it 75 yards on one play. They settled in, and they played a, about as good of a game defensively as I've seen them play all year. And that's what you need. You need what they had against Navy. You need what they had against uh, Temple. You need what they had against Cincinnati for for three or so quarters for the most part. Um because this Tulsa team really is playing hard and they're an older team. They're kind of similar to SMU in that respect where these players that are playing for Philip Montgomery now are a veteran bunch. Uh, they've got a lot of personnel back from some of the, the past few years and that's really why they've been able to turn it around. And so the, Shane Bouchel has to step up here as well. This is a, obviously a road game where this offense can't come out slow. Uh, they, they really need to hit a big play. They need to hit a you know a, a scoring drive early on, get some confidence going, build off of that because I think the defense will really feel uh, feed off of that 
in this matchup. And when you get on the road and you open with a score or a defensive stop, it makes a big difference. We saw against Tulane where SMU muffed the punt after a quick stop, how that really changed the complexion of the game. Uh, against Temple, SMU was in a dogfight for the first half because they gave up a big play to start the game. Uh, you know, SMU did move the ball a little bit on their opening drive in that one, but uh, wasn't able to capitalize and, and, and score a touchdown. So for, for SMU, I mean, this is, this is a game where you have just got to be patient. And that's the good thing for SMU that they've been able to do for the most part this year is be patient and be able to uh, take a shot from a team and not really flinch um, and, and just continue to fight and, and, and grind it out. I think that's the biggest thing that that's the biggest difference probably from this year's team uh, from, from last year's team is this team is, is really down to grind it out. They really haven't uh, been, been a team that's gotten flustered in any situation. I, I think the one game that you look at and you say, oh, well, they, they you know, fell apart against Cincinnati. They did. The game just kind of got away from. It, it, was, it was one of those games where they had been chipping away. Uh, they got into the red zone. They had opportunities. They didn't capitalize, and then the game just got away from them. I don't think that was a situation where they got necessarily got flustered. It just kind of eventually it hit a breaking point once they didn't make enough plays when they had opportun- opportunities to. You had the holdings. You had the, the drops. I mean, all over the place uh, where they made mental errors. For the most part, though, this team has really been uh, – just locked in on the the process of of piecing together play after play, positive play after positive play, and I think that's the big thing. And when you go into a road game like this, and it's kind of funny, you know, SMU hasn't particularly played too well at home. I would say, uh, in a way, uh, they've kind of been better at at handling the road environments uh, for the most part, at least in my opinion. When you when you look at uh, you know, I think outside of Tulane, but Tulane was is a really, you know, their season hasn't gone the way they wanted to, but they play so hard and they were coming off a tough, tough game in that respect uh, against Houston the week prior. SMU's handled the road fairly well. Uh, and I think that just kind of shows just what they've done this year as far as the guys never getting too high, never getting too low or worried about anything else other than just doing what they can to be ready to go each weekend to play to actually play a football game and this is it goes back to what Sonny Dykes says they want they want to stay healthy they want to play a football game and then they want to win a win a football game and that's just kind of the approach the team has taken and for better or for worse in terms of practice methods or whatever in fall camp but that's way in the rearview mirror this team has settled in to be I think what they had what they had thought they were going to be for the most part uh, Tyler Page stepping up has been big I think he's going to be a critical player in this one as well. Uh, getting Jalen Thomas back will be big for the offensive line. Uh, they played really well, I think, once they settled in with their group following some of the injuries. So now uh, you take that group, that veteran group on the road, they've got to step up. I think the good thing for SMU is, yes, Zaven Collins is one of the best linebackers, and he can do it all really for, for Tulsa, uh, and he can be all over the field. The good thing for SMU is that defensive front is is more of a bigger front. I think that a, a kind of allows them to maybe give Shane Bouchelle a little bit more time. Shane Bouchelle is going to have to have a huge game, I think, against Tulsa because the sledding is going to be tough in the run game, but SMU is going to stick with it. And that's where a lot of the board members will get frustrated 
but it, it's necessary. It's very, very important that on the road they stick with the run. They don't get away from it uh, and, and become a three-and-out type of team uh, in certain points of the game, and that's really cost them at times uh, in past road games that they have been flustered. You look back at last year, some of those games were really an issue because they got away from the run uh, and, and just relied so heavily on the pass. So SMU this weekend, I do like them to win. I know they're not favored. I know this is a tough, tough Tulsa team. And I, I like they have the utmost respect of mine and what they've been able to do. I just think in terms of this one, it's going to be close. And I think Shane Bouchelle is the quarterback that's going to make enough plays and play a clean football game. And that's something that Sonny Dykes mentioned uh, in the past week is, is that, look, we can air it out and have Shane have all these numbers and do all these things. But what he's been doing is he's done everything we've, we've asked them asked him to. He's played clean. He's He's not turned the ball over. He's been efficient. He's been a leader. This is one of those games where when you look at the, again, you look ahead to what SMU has and you obviously, if you're an SMU fan, you're hoping the team's not doing this, but you've got Houston, it's very beatable. You've got East Carolina. You don't want to build this game up too much, but you know, great teams have to rise to an occasion like this. And this is a, a big stage for SMU, very similar to the Cincinnati game. Uh, in terms of stages. So can they rise to it? Can they bring their A game? Uh, can they break this streak of Tulsa winning uh, in Tulsa over SMU? It's been since 2009 when Kyle Padron led uh, the Mustangs to a win uh, in in uh, Tulsa. So this is a tough place to play. It's a tough team. It's a team that's finally, I think, bought in and turned the corner under Philip Montgomery. But they also haven't played a lot of games this year. Uh, they certainly have had a two-week layoff. Can SMU capitalize on that like they have at certain times this year and 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 grab a win? That's going to be obviously the, the question. And I, I, I don't know how SMU is going to come out. I mean, if you're a betting person, the way they've come out in the last few games, you want to sit there and say, well, they'll probably come out slow. But if there's ever a game that they've got to come out fast and score on an opening drive or get a stop pretty quickly on Tulsa to kind of set the tone, this would be the game, and then the, the entire team can maybe feel, uh, feed off that. Special teams are going to be key. Again, on the road, you can't turn the ball over. You've got to play really good field position, uh, not make mistakes. And so th- this is a game where uh, SMU's got to do all that. But Tulsa is, is really tough. So it really wouldn't surprise me if Tulsa won. I mean, you, you look back on the series, and that's kind of just how it's gone uh, when SMU heads to Tulsa uh, since 2009. This year... Uh, this is a SMU team that is just gritty. Uh, they, they really find a way, and I, I think that's what's going to happen this weekend. I, I'm going to take SMU 30-24. Uh, to 24. I think it's going to be a game like that. Uh, you know, <laughs> SMU might not even reach the 30-point mark, but the, the, at, the quarterback play is what I'm watching the most. That is the biggest um, – that is just the biggest the biggest thing for SMU is you've got Shane Bouchelle at the, at the helm. Zach Smith is a talented quarterback. Can he piece together his best game? Can he not throw an interception? He hasn't done that uh, so far this year. He's thrown an interception every game. Will this be the one that he ends it? If it does, that is good news for Tulsa, bad news for SMU. SMU's got to force turnovers, uh, get as many possessions as they can because it's going to be a grind, uh, and they're going to have to grind out drives, and Chris Nagar's going to got to be ready to go in the field goal unit. Uh, hopefully they got some of those issues corrected and uh, 
it should be a treat. It should be a good one. Uh, obviously, a huge matchup in the AAC race, SMU versus Tulsa, Saturday night, 6 o'clock Central, uh, but I've got SMU winning 30-24. We will cover recruiting on Monday. Uh, I went and saw Travion Sneed last night play for Mineola in their win over Atlanta. I'm watching Preston Stone, Jaden Jones, Austin Uke, and the whole Parish crew on Friday night as you're listening to this. And we will talk recruiting as well as the early signing period for Tim Jankovic and their non-conference basketball schedule next week on the podcast. But football only, game preview, uh, huge game for SMU Tulsa. And uh, that's what I wanted to cover in this one. So, Quick reminder to leave us a rating, leave us a review, and subscribe to the Pony Stampede podcast. But for now, enjoy the game Saturday night. Keep it locked on Pony Stampede for all our coverage, and uh, we will catch you next week. Thanks for listening.